0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Lura. Hello, and, and Dana Mashevsky.
1: I'm here. She's, Yay!
0: She's here. Excited to be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in body, if not in spirit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm here. It's yeah. All the batters.
0: <laughs> so, how's everybody doing? What's what's the haps? Living the dream. Yeah. Even the dream. I'm doing great, but I hope to get better. Yeah,
2: I am existing.
0: <laughs> well, uh, for those of you who um, are are members here at Atonement who are listening, uh, Dana is working feverishly on a project that you'll you'll see the fruits of soon, and and the oh,
1: the, yes. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, she she gave me new marching orders just uh, just uh, a little bit,
2: just like three minutes ago. I already forgot.
1: That's right. <laughs> see, so I'm actually doing two things at the same time. So if you hear typing,
0: <laughs> well, why don't we just get right after it then? Let's this, do this. This week we had another we had another sermon on Sunday. Believe yeah, it or not,
1: we wrapped kind up kind of a reoccurring um, thing. Yeah. <laughs> we seem to have them Every weekly. Sunday. They yeah. just keep coming up. Anyway, um, uh, we kind of had the the crescendo to this sermon series, "Life Realigned," where we got to see Pastor Cross and his. Uh, mechanics, what do you call those, overalls? Yeah, I'd say overalls. Yeah. One last time. One last time. And uh, so we've been going through different um, themes about um, a life realign And so we started with the sacred life, and then we moved to the broken life, then the justified life, the repentant life, the renewed life, the crucified life, and this last Sunday we talked about the eternal mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um and he made a really, uh, I think, an interesting distinction between eternal life and heaven. That yeah. That they're not the same thing, and I hadn't thought about that before. When you when you think of those two things, I know that they overlap; they're connected. But when you think of eternal life, mm-hmm. what do you think of? Well, yeah, heaven. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's really hard for me to grasp? Huh.
0: How long eternal is. Yeah. It's it's
1: one of those, my, my head hurts time. after
0: a while. Right. It's a long time.
1: And and so when I think about eternity, like, are there things that, that you just grow to to not like anymore? You just, you outgrow them basically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen? Like, it, that's where my head goes. Like, okay, mm-hmm. after a thousand years, am I going to be tired of eternity? And all I can think of is, well, yeah. that's that has to be the sinner talking. Mm-hmm. Not trusting God to know what's best for me, <laughs>
0: right? Well, I'm going to use your own words against you. Yeah, and talk about omni. Omni, yeah. Omni, yeah. It's going to be. Uh, e- there will be no time, so eternity will be like you won't even know that it's eternity. Probably exactly
1: because how do? Wh- Get in my head. <laughs> what do we what else do we measure with, with time? I mean, time really is the measurement of decay. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, yep. in this universe, that's how we measure time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's how we look at that's how people even say like the world is millions of years old, because they look at certain things in nature that are decaying right. mm-hmm. and the rate in which they decay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What's the measurement of that? Like that's how you determine the age of like Bones and stuff. What car, is it? carbon car, dating? Carbon, carbon dating. Yeah. yeah. How, how much has the carbon
1: deteriorated? To or, tell us? or we'll look at the stars and we'll measure the distance of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'll be like, well, that you know, that star's millions of miles away, Which and it is was like
2: millions and millions of years, <laughs> and we'll never see it. that star's probably not there anymore. Actually. Right, right, right. <laughs>
1: if you're traveling at the speed of light, you're actually looking back in time. So anyway, stuff to hurt your head. I mean, that's that's you know, but that's what eternity can be. As compared to heaven, mm-hmm. you know, when we think of heaven as as a place, right? So, mm-hmm. like, what what are your what are some of your your thoughts about heaven? Because, and please don't feel like like you're being put on the spot, because I guarantee you, there's someone in listening mm-hmm. uh, earshot of this conversation that's thought the same thing about heaven.
0: You want to go first? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz, the Land of Oz. Nice. Yeah. Like yeah. like yellow brick golden roads yeah golden and uh, uh, multicolored horses that change color all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah like
1: do you get the image in your head that- when you think of heaven of like like a place in the clouds
2: so I, that's what I always think of which is weird um like the end frame of Snow White is that the castle is in, like, clouds, and, like, there's this whole conspiracy about whether or not she like, she's just dead.
1: Oh! But, like,
2: that's what I think of, is that, like, frame of, like, the castle. It's, like, lit up with the sun behind it. It's, right. like, really pretty clouds. Right, and right. And it just, like, looks perfect. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we have these ideas about eternal life, and mm-hmm. we have these ideas about heaven that are very based in human comprehension... Yeah. Like, and idealism. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like uh, playing golf all day, every day, or eating, <laughs> yeah. eating chocolate all day, Yeah, just like
2: chilling with people that have died, and you get to meet all your old heroes that, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Or uh, I, I like uh, Pastor Cross's information kiosk. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Finally, I'm going to know everything. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. It's I,
2: just a giant library.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of, of answering all these questions like, uh, uh, who really killed JFK?
2: Right, Jack the Ripper. I Jack still the Ripper like killed. that's what I want to know. Jack the,
0: Jack, the, Jack the Ripper killed JFK? Jack the Ripper killed JFK. I
2: want to know who Jack the Ripper was. Oh. That oh, is my oh. big, like, that's my question I want answered.
0: Uh, I was like, man, he would have been really <laughs> old at that time. I know, time. right? Boy, I took a long break there to get...
1: Uh, <laughs> plus just Jack the all- Ripper Jack the Ripper had a certain MO
0: that I don't think JFK fit mm-hmm. into right. no, which is primarily I Yeah, I yeah. don't I don't think so either or Jimmy Hoffa. What happened to Jim? Jimmy Hoffa. Mhm. I just is, want all the
2: conspiracy theories answered. Yeah. That's all. That's what I want. Yeah, wanted.
0: and so once you have
1: that, what are you going to do with the rest <laughs> of your then, eternity? What you, then What are you going to do? All right, well, <laughs> cover that. So, yep. Uh, now, now, now,
0: now what do we got going on? <laughs>
1: But again, these the ideas that we have are limited by human reason and uh, human ideals, right? Um, Pastor Cross talked about uh, a couple of things that we assume about eternal life that's more sentimentality than truth, like the idea that all dogs go to heaven, mm. right? I I I hold to that for one simple logical reason. When I talk to people about about dogs, right? Um, you Know y- your dog is part of your, your family, and there are scripture references to support that the new creation includes the animals that we know. Mm-hmm. My thinking is kind of a reverse way of thinking about it would it be heaven without them?
2: Mm. See, I've had this conversation with my grandma, yeah, about, like it's not happiness for me if they're not there. So,
0: okay, <laughs> there so, you go. Okay, so I'm gonna challenge now. No, oh, yeah. I'm Here gonna, we go. yep, I'm gonna challenge now. So, is what are you what are you saying then if if uh, it's not heaven without them what are you what are you getting at
1: um, I'm getting at that what is the image of heaven it, it's not necessarily like our desires being fulfilled mm-hmm. like like our, our like each person has their own little kiosk in heaven or their own little universe pocket universe where where they're you know uh, uh, it, Whatever their their thoughts and desires in life in are finally fulfilled. That's that's not what it is. But rather, heaven. A good way to think about heaven is speaking about what it doesn't have, because mm-hmm. we cannot comprehend reality without the 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 very real existence of sin and death. Mm. And so, because we can't comprehend something without sin and death, heaven be, always becomes some type of idealized snapshot. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's not what it is according to the Bible. So, so uh, again, talking about, uh, would it be heaven without dogs? Um, heaven is the absence of pain, suffering, sin, death, sadness, sickness. You know, what, what, what remains is joy, peace, understanding, uh, complete and real love no longer hiddenness i like how the apostle paul puts it now we see through a mirror dimly then we will see face to face now i know only in part then i will know fully Mm. just as i am fully known and uh an anecdote that i take for myself is that i know someone who died and came back to life personally um her name was uh bev keen and she had one of the first um heart transplants um in the 70s and 80s I can't remember exactly when it came she wasn't the first one by any means but she was where they're really starting to get good at it mm-hmm. um, and she died on the table for I think 10 minutes and she was on like 60 minutes and 2020 and all these shows Well I got to know her later in her life in the in the 2000s 20 years after she had died on the table and she talks about her experience of, of what it was and um, she could, here and knew everything that was happening in the operating room while she was dead. And she, re- she shared it back with them. And she said she, she was outside of her body seeing all this. So she knows what people said when they said it, what they were doing. But she said, I was in the presence of God. God was no longer hidden, but God was present there. I can't tell you what God looked like, because it wasn't so much like a, like it was Jesus in the flesh for her, Mm -hmm. but rather it was this overwhelming sense of being truly known and loved and accepted just as I am. Mm. And that, uh, the one who is, is with me is, is God almighty. And she said, I didn't want to go back. Um, because it, it, it was that, much of a sense of contentment. I almost think of the word uh, bliss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and true joy. You know, it's yep. not based on on how I'm feeling or even um, um, or, or based on on things that I'm doing that that make me happy, but rather this relationship with God that is complete. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She came back because she also was given the sense that it's not her time. And she began sharing her story. And to hear about this woman, the way she was prior to this and after, was like, I knew her when she was nearing the end of her life. And it wasn't from a, a bad heart that she was dying, but it was from cancer. And she was, That's tragic. she was fearless. Mm-hmm. And some of the neat things that she did for 20 years, I mean, after she came back from the table, she was a teacher. Both she and her husband were like, you know, we can't take any of this stuff with us. Let's enjoy it. She became a, a rare doll collector. Really? And and she gave my daughter Addie one of the early on American girl dolls. Oh wow. So not
2: the creepy ones. <laughs> not the creepy <laughs> ones. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: So yeah, but one of the one of the like original like historic ones of mm-hmm. someone from like the 1700s the or ones 1800s. where they had the books and Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm. And so um she had actually written that Addie should get that doll was and it Addie, Addison like, no no doll? it was Samantha uh, Samantha oh
2: okay that's a good one too. okay
1: <laughs> well anyway and and but she had a bunch of these and that was what brought her happiness in this life but she would also go and share her story with all of our youth at confirmation for many years about this experience because she knew where she was going and it changed her entire yeah. way of living there was no fear anymore sure yeah and that's that's a really cool thing I think because when I think of eternal life, that's how we're all gonna feel, that we are known fully and fully known. Now, what does that mean? Who knows? I can't wrap my head around it. But it's that 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 hole that we have currently that that we fill by faith as Christians that the world fills with stuff, um, or some other meaning. When we enter into our um, when this life is over eternal life will be that experience. Whereas God is no longer hidden from us. We will know him and he will know us. Well, we will know how much he knows us <laughs> basically. Yeah. So, uh, you know, heaven is not then a destination. Heaven is the location of a person. And in the Bible, this is how we understand heaven. Jesus says, remember, I will, be, uh, Truly I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. And I've always liked that language because heaven is not a location in itself. Uh, Heaven is the location of a person and where that person is, there is paradise. And that person is Jesus. So what is heaven? Heaven is where Jesus promises to be with you. And eternal life is something that we can have already now, today, even though we're still carrying around this old sinner, this old bag of bones, through faith in Jesus, it's already ours, and we can begin living into it right now, um, That's that was the example of what Bev was for me, getting to know her, and getting to know her right up until the end, because I would go and 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 visit her weekly, and we would read through the scriptures, and, and just, just fearless, you know, well, that really built up my faith, she was being a witness to me, and a witness to everyone around her, hmm.
0: so... Any questions, comments? Does it make sense? Yeah. Confusing as all get out? Um you know, I'd be interested to find out w- what um some of our listeners' ideas of heaven are. Yeah. In yeah. in the, the comment section. That'd be that'd be fun. There's an assignment for you. You who are listening right now out there.
1: If you think about what the Bible says and what we think, our, our views often go to like a sentimentality mm-hmm. yep. and I almost think of like, okay, so we're, <laughs> we're in the Midwest. We're primarily like Scandinavian people Yep. that we really just picture Valhalla. <laughs> we just want a big, you know, beer hall where everyone's mm-hmm. drinking and then, you know, you you go to battle yep. and you repeat it every day. <laughs> that's what, that's what Valhalla is. It's yep. Odin's, uh, mead hall. Mm-hmm. And during the daytime, they fight the final battle of Ragnarok and they all die. And then they get resurrected yep. and they and party they on. Again.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, when we talk about, like, who are you going to see when you get into heaven? Mm-hmm. It is a comfort to think that my, my mom, who passed away almost a year ago in April, will be a year in April, um, that she got to see her parents, that she got to see friends who had gone beforehand. That's comforting. Mm-hmm. But the promise that I shared with my mom prior to her passing, had, had nothing to do about seeing family. It had to do with, you know, you've been marked with the cross of Christ. You've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. You are going to be with Jesus. Yep. And that that, that is a blessing that we have as Christians to give. It's not just that you're going to see your loved ones, which is great, mm-hmm. but you're and, and all the saints who've been um, tackled by Christ, but you're going to be with Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is that going to be like? I mean, uh, not only Jesus, but think about all the all the goofballs that that were claimed by Christ. You got Peter and mm-hmm. Paul and the people in the Bible and the people in in history. It, it's it's going to be an experience that goes on for eternity that we can't even begin to wrap our heads around. Yeah. Um, but I like to think that my mom, if she could say what heaven is like, she would say, "You don't know how good it is."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's it's good.
1: Whatever you think it is, it pales in comparison. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah. The, the food,
1: the food is a thousand times more savory. The colors are a thousand times brighter. Mm-hmm. And I'm using thousand in the Hebrew way, which means ultimately, or it doesn't mean just the number one thousand, mm-hmm. but it means like forever to the yeah, end, immeasurable. Yeah. Immeasurable. You know, the music is that is a thousand times sweeter. Not mm-hmm. just, yeah. Yep. So, how could there not be dogs in heaven? I mean, come on. Yeah.
0: Well. (laughs) Cats is a different story, but dogs. There's no cats there. (laughs) (laughs) I know that, I know, and you will be able to... Uh, the link to Pastor Cross's sermon will be in the in the description, and you will hear him say, if you didn't see this already, talking about how some people think that uh, uh, there are no cats in heaven and something about they're, they're in hell or whatever he said. <laughs> I know he was referencing me, and that's fine. Your message really <laughs> spoke to me today, Pastor. <laughs> It's
1: almost like you had my name on it or something. Ryan Janky.
0: <laughs> Dogs, yes. Cats, absolutely not. So two
1: more points I want to make about this. Okay. One one has to do with um, uh, the idea of of who goes to heaven. Mm-hmm. And there is an offensiveness to the idea that, and, and this falls into sentimentality again, that um, there may very well be people that we knew in this life who are not in heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the scandal of the cross and of Scripture, that God is God and, and you are not. It's an easy wrap-it-up-with-a-nice-bow to speak about a universalism of salvation, but that's not what Scripture says. Um, the, the Christian hope is that all would come to faith in Jesus Christ, but it's through faith in Jesus Christ alone that anyone is saved. Mm-hmm. Um, but But if you are without sin in heaven and you are without death in heaven... I wonder if those things would even concern you. They concern us in this life. I don't know if they would concern you in the life to come because when your faith is completely in God, it's like this, the relationships that we have in this life, in this existence are not the same as, as the relationships that would be in heaven. Mm -hmm. Cause it, because these are earthly relationships as compared to heavenly relationships. Right Mm -hmm. now that's hard. That's kind of hard to hear. I think because it's, it's, our heart goes, oh, ow. And I think that's even the Holy Spirit wrestling against God himself, where God's word says one thing, and the Holy Spirit has the hope for something else. Mm -hmm. And I think that is done in such a way to work on us, the people, persons, to be like, well, if I want, if I I really love the people in my life, I want to let them know about Jesus.
0: Mm.
1: Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But ultimately, we leave that judgment up to God. Is everyone going to be in heaven? Not according to what scripture says. And I trust scripture, but ultimately let God be God. Right. You know, the main point is, is that heaven is going to be where Jesus is. Yeah. And um, do I ultimately trust him to be my God? Do I trust him to know what he's doing to be my savior and the savior of the world? hmm So you leave, you leave that universal question to God because here's what the sinner does. Well, all are saved. So it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to go be horrible to my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Because right. it's in my best interest. Right. That's 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 where the this, this sin pattern goes. Faith in Jesus says, I trust Jesus to be my salvation, not anything else, not an idea about universalism or whatever. The Bible says what it says, and I'm going to trust that God in his hidden will will decide what's best for the ultimate um, uh, completion of his creation mm-hmm. and for each individual person that he cares about. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. I said I had another thing I wanted to say too, didn't I?
0: Uh you might you might have. But now you got me you gave me another thing to worry about, so thanks for that. What's that? <laughs> well, just walking around, like getting there and then strolling around going, Hey, where's uh I don't see him. Is well, he in the bathroom? Okay, so so he's gotta be here. I just remember what I wanted
1: to say, because think about what you just said about strolling around in heaven. Yeah. It's a very human concept. If you mm-hmm. read what the Bible says, the apostle Paul says, Do you not know? that we are to judge angels to say nothing of these simple things. And I think he wrote that when he was talking. I'd I have to look it up. Someone look it up. Let us know. I want to say it's in Thessalonians when he was talking to a bunch of people who were just sitting around waiting for Jesus to come. And he's like, get busy taking care of your neighbor right now. Jesus will come when he's good and ready. Mm-hmm. But I want to say he says something like, do you not know that we are to judge angels? That it's not that when you go to heaven... That you become an angel, you know, like 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 a like a spiritual being, mm-hmm. and, and a- angels are you know the heavenly host is, yeah. you know, they're, da, the, da, they're, da, they're da.
2: Like terrifying. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, they're terrifying to the human eye, but because of Jesus Christ, we are heirs, apparent of the throne, adopted into Christ, and fellow heirs with Jesus, which means that we are to judge angels, to say nothing of, of any other thing. So if you're you don't need to walk around. Uh, Ryan, you can just, you know, <laughs> ring up the angel network and be like, where is this guy? And they, and they can tell He's, you. You've you seen him? The kiosk.
0: Yeah, right. The kiosk. <laughs> the directory right <laughs> yeah. the, Right inside the pearly gates, right? but, the, but, the one gate. But
1: we only think sequentially based on our own experiences, what our eyes can see, what our ears right. can hear, mm-hmm. you know, the, the five senses that we have. In heaven, like I said, everything's a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. You are fully known. Yeah. And you will know fully, right? So even that question of "Hey, where's this guy?"
0: you already would have known. You're already gonna know.
1: Hmm. And and it's it's kind of like this. Imagine what work would be like without sin. Mm-hmm. I, I just think about that for a minute. Imagine what work would be like in this existence without sin. Like I use this example a lot of how I know I'm a sinner. Three kids. All of them were babies at one point. Mm -hmm. All of them cried out in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was without sin, my response when they cried would be to throw the covers off, hop out of bed like Superman and say, (laughs) Aha, the Lord has called me to my fatherly duty and calling which he has given me for my child. He's crying be in need. I th- shall gladly go and wipe the bottom.
0: Yep. <laughs> Something is amiss, and I will take care of it gladly. Uh, and- gladly with joy, mm-hmm. and I'm fulfilling my purpose. Right? Yep. What's the reality
1: of it? <laughs> I throw the elbow at my loving wife and say, it's your turn. Get out of bed. I just fell asleep. Exactly. So that's That's why I don't have kids, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's the reality of being a sinner. Well, this happens with dogs too. The dog scratching at the door again. Mm -hmm. Oh
2: yeah. The only time I will ever jump out of bed immediately is if he's dry heaving. Otherwise, (laughs) you are gonna fight me.
1: (laughs) And the point being is that we can't imagine what existence is like without the reality of sin. That that self centered, self celebrating. Um, self-glorifying nature that we have. Mm-hmm. Well, in heaven, everything is going to make sense because it's also without sin. And so, you know, whatever happens in heaven, whatever our our relationship is with God, what we do on a moment by moment basis, if there is no time, is done with complete joy mm-hmm. and complete fulfillment as to who we are. Yeah, isn't that cool? I it is cool.
0: I like it. All right, I'm done. You're you're all done. I'm all done. Okay, that's all I got. That I got no more. That was fun. Uh, again, it would be it would be interesting to find out what everybody's ideas are. Yeah, put them in the comment section. That'd be great. Or or send us. You were you going to say something?
1: Well, I was going to say that um, I think we have something else, and I'd like us to talk. I can touch on it uh, in a very little amount if you want, and that okay. have, has to do with one of the uh, the comments that we've had sent in already. Oh, okay. Talking about the archangel Michael.
0: Oh, okay. I want to talk about that. Sure. So um, yes, we got a uh wait a minute. You've got mail. Are you talking about this one? Mm. Or the or the lar- the longer one.
1: Um well it's a it's a really good one, but there was a part where he, he talked about Jude that I thought was really interesting. Ah, gotcha. But okay. go
0: go ahead and read that. You can read so, the whole thing. We can start digging into it. Sure. Follow. Okay. So um, you can, as I said, leave. Does this come from Mr. T? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can. the <laughs> fool. You can leave, uh, your ideas of what, what you think heaven will be in the comment section. What, that's his name here on the, on the YouTubes.
2: I know, but I just didn't.
0: Or you can, su- or you can submit them at, uh, thatpodcast.net, uh, which may be where we got an email from, two emails. Yeah. From Mr. T, Mr. T, Mr. Pity. Mr. Todd E. I pity the fool. Yep. <laughs> I kind of like Mr. T. Nothing not wrong Mr. With, T. with
1: with you know the the Grand Slam rapper Todd E. But you know, <laughs> I kind of like Mr. T.
0: <laughs> Todd E. Well, he'll he'll likely let us know how he'd prefer to be known.
1: <laughs> like,
2: oh, None of those.
0: Time. <laughs> Grandmaster Todd E. I kind of like that one. Grandmaster Flash, G- Todd e. G- GMTE. Yeah. All right. Todd e, Todd e. writes: The miracle of healing the blind man at Bethesda was a two-step healing process. This miracle is preceded by Jesus rebuking the disciples. Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? Now, if at any time you want to stop me to comment, just let me know. No, he's preaching. The healing of the blind man happening in two steps appears to coincide with Jesus' rebuke of the disciples not seeing and the need for them to be repeatedly shown his power over the spiritual and physical realms. After the first healing... The man can see partially, but things are not clear, much like the disciples. They quickly lose focus on the power of Jesus after witnessing one of his many miracles. Mm-hmm. Is there a significance to the blind man seeing people that look like trees prior to the second healing, other than indicating the man was likely not born blind?
1: Okay, so so two points on that real quick. Um, one, I don't think that it really necessitates whether he was born blind or not, because if he's blind and he's wandering around in the world, he's probably felt trees.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And so if he's if he's felt trees, then he has an idea that there are objects in the world that you can walk. He could have very well walked into a tree at mm-hmm. some point. Sure. And so in in vision opening up, what I picture in my head is that he just sees a blurry shape, which if you think about it, If your eyes are closed and you're feeling around towards things, and you see someone standing there still, you might think of it as what always stands still in a world that I can just feel
0: branches, yeah, yeah. shrubs Mm -hmm. that that,
1: you know, foliage. Sure. So that's what that's how I took that. I don't think it has any other meaning. Um, I'd have to check to see how it compares to the the fig tree story that Jesus says. If there's a connection in there, but I, I do think he's right about the disciples. Being blind and not having eyes to see, and this this uh, uh, blind man having his eyes opened. Okay. Uh, the significance of trees, I'd have to look into a little bit deeper, but I don't think there's anything specific. I think I think there's all kinds of things you could bring out of there. Sure. Um, but it's it's just kind of that one point of of one of those details of revealing that you know this is this guy's eyes are being opened up.
0: Sure. Okay. So I'll continue on here. Is there, uh, so I'm going back just a second. Is there a significance to the blind man seeing people that look like trees prior to the second healing, other than indicating the man was likely not born blind? Or are the trees further indication to the disciples about the crucial event they are not seeing clearly? Shortly after healing the blind man, Jesus predicts his own death. Cross and tree often seem to be interchanged when referring to Christ's crucifixion, which makes it seem possible that the blind man's vision is referencing the cross. Or is it indeed only people appearing like trees through non-completely restored vision? And if so, what tree would you be? <laughs> yeah, so just as I
1: mentioned before, I think um, I don't think that there's anything deeper that needs to be in the trees, but you can pull out meaning when you think about the Old Testament says "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Mm-hmm. And what is the cross? But it's Jesus hanging on a tree. I mean, you have that illusion, which happens in the scriptures a lot, of some event pointing towards something else. In fact, all the gospels look at the entire Old Testament as an allusion to the cross. Mm-hmm. And the life of Jesus is really a reinstatement of the entire life of God's saving grace to the people of Israel Uh, When you look at his entire story, like him uh, um, escaping escaping death into Egypt and then leading his people back out, well, that's an allusion pointing to what Exodus really means, about God delivering his people. And even Passover itself, I mean, Easter means Passover. Easter is an old English word that means the Passover. And what is the Passover but God delivering his people from death itself through the blood of the Lamb? Well, that's Jesus okay does that make sense mm-hmm. so i mean you do have it's possible i it's not where i would go when i read that but i kind of like it mm-hmm. i think i think there's things you can do with that um what kind of tree would i be i would be uh uh charlie brown's christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> just needs a little love
0: yeah <laughs> what about you hmm what do you think you go next
2: well, when I it's not a tree, but I immediately thought of a cactus.
1: Hey, there, that is actually used as a Christmas tree in Arizona. My dad yeah. lives down there, and you see people decorating. Like the you cacti. can't,
2: you like they're protected too. You can't hit them with a the car, otherwise, you, yeah. yeah. I want to be.
0: That's <laughs> funny. An endangered cactus. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, in is this a? Tree? It's not a tree. I suppose a bonsai plant.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's actually pronounced bonsai. Bonsai means something completely different in Japanese. Bonsai means. Oh, okay. Bonsai is the name of the tree, so it's instead of B A N Z A I, it's B O N S A I. Bonsai.
0: Okay, well I'm. They're really nice trees too. I'm, I'm too old to change that, so it's just going <laughs> to be bonsai. Be bonsai. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'll t- I'll take that for four hundred. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what? Boneside trees are really hard to take care of. I was going
2: to say, you're just a very difficult tree that needs a lot you're, of care and that people spend
1: a lot of time. Yeah.
0: So it makes sense then.
1: You're very high maintenance. I'm
0: <laughs> 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 like... You're the diva of trees. Hard, hard I to handle. You really
1: want to be the
2: thing that nobody gets here. That you're not
1: allowed
2: that can, to mess with, and you're like, I want to be the most well, right? High maintenance
1: cactus. You can't kill them even if you want to. They're yeah. just so tough, and you're just like, eh, yep, take care of me, yep,
0: pamper me. Can you
1: cut? Can
2: I also think of like houseplants? Like, I you too much water. Yes. I will now die.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. Uh, cool. All right. Good? Yeah. Let's, let's
1: hold off then there. We'll just wrap it up here. We'll I, th- I cover, think
0: so too, yeah. We'll th-
1: cover uh, Grandmaster Toddy, Mr. T's, whatever we're going to call yeah. him.
0: Part two next week. Yeah. Yep. Cool.
1: Grandmaster Toddy. I kind of like that Grandmaster Mr. Toddy. Mr. T's already <laughs> taken. This is... <laughs> or... Well... Grandmaster yeah. Funk Toddy. No, this doesn't work.
0: Yeah. No, I the Grandmaster Toddy does... It flows. It flows. Yeah. What do you think, Dana? Uh... I figured I'd know what her here. answer would be. The, the, the GMT. gmt or GMT. Yeah. GMT. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We got time.
1: Plenty of time. We got all eternity. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is where um, eternity comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great to talk and speculate about what, what heaven or eternal life is like, but to actually receive it comes as a gift and a promise. So those with an earshot, Scripture says, those who hear this and believe it, Will be saved, and so here is the what we call the absolution. It is absolute; it absolutely washes you clean of all of your sins and gives to you right now, in your hearing, new life that begins and continues for eternity. And as Christians, we never move beyond that. We always go back to the the starting point where we get everything. We don't grow better and better in our in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's not like we become less and less sinners. Our sins are swallowed up completely and totally by Christ, and we spend the rest of our life getting used to the fact that we have a Savior. But we never move beyond that. We always return to the full promise of the gospel, Mm -hmm. that we will know by faith in this life and by sight in the life to come. And So here it is. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, and he died on the cross for you, for your sake, in your place, on your behalf. Your sins don't belong to you anymore. He's paid for them with a price so that he can give you his righteousness, his eternal life, and himself as your Lord and Savior now and forever. And so I announce to you the absolution. All of your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and believe. And don't stop believing. Just go back to that promise again and again and again and again.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. We'll see you in heaven, everybody. That sounds good to me. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. If you are looking for a place to worship this weekend, you can go to atonement.live or atonement.fargo.org or YouTube, and you can search Atonement Fargo. You'll find services on Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. And also, as we go through Lent, you can find Uh, the services at 6.30 p.m. every Wednesday. And all of these services you can go back and watch over and over and over again if you like on YouTube. And so for Pastor DJ Lura and Dana Mashevsky, my name is Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time for another riveting episode of That Podcast.